It is episode nine of the In the Nick of Time podcast. We didn't have a great week, but it's all right because we're basketball fans and we hang in there tough. Yeah. How you doing, Khalil? I'm good, man. Episode nine already? That sounds crazy. Right? I remember. I remember episode one. We were like. We were like trying to get everything together, yeah, and now we're exactly. all the way at nine. Yeah, we we forward, man. And shout out to the fans out there too, because a couple of people hit up the Instagram page just just shouting it out. And for just, sure, we're getting a lot of love and support. We really appreciate all of y'all for sure, for sure. We definitely do, and we'll keep bringing you that quality Knicks content. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's kick off league news this week. So there are some reports that saying our man, Le- Mister LeBron James, would like to bring Carmelo Anthony <laughs> to the Lakers. How are you feeling about that? I don't think I don't think it's true. I think. I think, honestly, he's just trying to – because Melo's getting no attention right now. Yeah. So I feel like he's trying to bring – Just keep some, him in the – Yeah, keep him in the loop and bring him some attention. Like, you see a little bit of his workout videos. I remember you tagging me in the video. Oh, that was the worst thing ever because you said, we don't want to see you in Lifetime Athletic yeah. posting videos. And then he <laughs> and what posted does he do? it. It's crazy, man. And he's going, like, half speed. Yeah, that's, that wasn't a good look. It's like – and that's the, that's the knock on him right now is mm-hmm. that he doesn't fit in this game. He doesn't move his feet as well. Yeah. And he's not showing yeah, anything. What was, what was the title I sent? Uh, the Last American Ball Hog. That was an article on ESPN. Yeah, it's crazy. But I think I don't think Braun really wants him. I think he's just trying to shed some light because I don't think he fits with the Lakers at all. Yeah, I mean, there there were talks of that before. We remember before the season started, it was mm-hmm. like Lakers or, or, Rockets. or the Rockets, and yeah. he, he ended up going to the Rockets. But I don't know. It's like... I think the, I think maybe because Ingram is injured right now, or he's going to be injured for just a little while. I don't think he's like seriously injured. Uh-huh. I think they just saw like a void there, and LeBron's been doing a lot of carrying lately. Yeah, exactly. So I don't I don't know. Maybe that's what he was thinking. But at the end of the day, it's his guy. Like you you know, at the end of the day, you'd want your bro on your team with you. I think it's uh-huh. kind of that simple. I think of it this way: like, who's the only other ISO player that's not LeBron on the Lakers is Michael Beasley. Yeah. He doesn't get any play time. And exactly. Michael Beasley has a game that's somewhat similar to Melo. The jump shot isn't as consistent, mm-hmm. but his game is similar to Melo. And Beasley doesn't get – he gets garbage minutes. You remember Michael Beasley said he was a left-handed Melo? Exactly. <laughs> that's the whole, that's the whole point. So <laughs> I forgot he said that. If Beasley's not getting any play time with this team, what do you think? Think Melo's really gonna deserve the minutes? Now? Yeah, they're like – it's just – it would be a slight upgrade. It you know? makes no sense. Yeah, it's a slight upgrade. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. We love Melo, but yeah, nah. Lakers may not be the move. Next up, Joel Embiid has allegedly been frustrated with his role since the Jimmy Butler trade. His last three games, he's <coughs> averaged 13.7, I think. But the, the 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 most recent game, he didn't play just for rest. Mm-hmm. But before that, he's only been averaging 13.7 on, I think it was a really bad percentage. Okay. I haven't been watching too much Sixer games, but he's complaining about him being on the perimeter too much, I believe. Yeah, he's he's been taking... I mean, I don't know if that's him taking mm-hmm. jump, like Joel, yeah, intentionally taking jump shots. But he takes like four threes a game. Like, what are we doing? I feel like he did that last year a little bit too. I mean, he was in the paint, but he was taking a lot of jump shots, and I noticed yeah. that last year. I feel like if it's, if it's going in, he's not complaining. Yeah, I mean, you're you're he's a valid like mid range shooter. Yeah, but I don't think you need like you're the best big in the game. So why are we trying mm-hmm. to be Steph Curry out here? Yeah, unless Brett Brown is really that dumb and just has this guy setting up on the perimeter, like. Oh, he's definitely on the clock. Yeah, Brett Brown. If, if like it, yeah, if he, it, he's like a six game losing streak away from being out of there. Yeah, for sure. Because he was on the clock last year after that playoff performance against yeah. Boston. Because that was terrible. And now, if they, I mean, they haven't been losing that much. No, it's not like they're like. Yeah, and then you did just get an all star on your team who needs to adjust. So, 
It's but Joel, you don't really go out and say stuff like that. Like, yeah, you keep that in house. You let the coach know, or unless you, or you it's tell point. Jimmy. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, stop shooting. And like, it's there's no disrespect to Jimmy, but like, I'm the better player on this team, so yeah. it just got to go through me. There's nothing exactly. wrong with that, unless he did that and it still wasn't. Yeah, a yeah. And now he's like publicly like something needs to give. Yeah, then I agree. I would understand that. I agree. So, do you think long term the Jimmy and Jimmy's going to work on this team? Yeah, I think it will. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's just, they have no choice but to figure it out. But my yeah, exactly. man Ben Simmons has to figure out how to hit a jump shot. It's yeah. painful to watch he, sometimes. He's not looking as good either as he did last year. I mean, he he shows flashes, but he doesn't look as dominant as he did last year. Because last year it was just literally downhill everything. Yeah, exactly. so I, I don't know. Maybe they're playing a little slower with Jimmy, but and he doesn't have the shooters that he had around. That's another thing. So he was able to penetrate, kick it to Redick, Ilyasova, Belly, um, Belly. Yep. So. But now... Yeah, they shouldn't have let Pelly go. Yeah, yeah, they definitely shouldn't have. Okay, so next up, our man Luca, who's looking like he's probably going to be Rookie of the Year. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Book it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a wrap. You told me he had an 11-2 run against... Who was it last week? The Rockets. Against the Rockets, who are struggling, but still, they're still the Rockets. Yeah, Harden had 36. Chris Paul uh, dropped a 20 ball. Yeah, so yeah. they were playing. It's they not like they caught good. him on the yeah, sleep at thought, night. And they thought they were going to win. They were up. And Luca just said... Um, Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> my turn. And he just turned up, bro. His step back is vicious. Oh, my gosh. It's hard in us. Really. It's, it's a righty, righty step back from yeah, It's It's weird, though, because, like, I don't... Naturally, his his foot speed isn't crazy, but, yeah. like, he creates separation. Yeah, he creates that separation, and he knocks it down. And he's super crafty. He looks so comfortable. That's what it is. It's like... This, you can't rush him nowhere. He's 19, 20 years old, and he just looks poised and comfortable out there. He doesn't look like a rookie at all. And yeah, it it's takes crazy. Him, takes him notes, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> no disrespect, but... Oh, my God. He is, he is 19. You, 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 you. <laughs> he is 19. I mean, he's played... I mean, but so, Frank so played Frank. Ball, yeah, Exactly. Wow. Frank, Frank should have kind of came ball. in with that, with that, like, I guess, poised mm-hmm. demeanor, but that hasn't really happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Wow. All right. It is time for our New York Knicks news, and it wasn't a great week for us, but that's all gravy. We lost to the Washington Wizards, 110-107. We lost to the Celtics, one twenty-eight to one hundred. That was the pack up that we both predicted, and we lost to the Nets, one twelve to one hundred four, because Spencer Dinwiddie can do whatever he wants. All right, so let's just start with the Wizards game. We got down big in that game, not super big, but we got down going into that fourth quarter, and we just kept the fight going. The only the only problem about those games for me is that it's like, yes, I love to see them fight and come back and try and win at the end, but how long is it before those losses turn into like? Where they just start stop believing in themselves, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's like you got to pull some of those out. Yeah, some of them down the stretch, and that's been our biggest problem, of course. I don't want to keep nailing the hammer, but we miss Porzingis. Clearly, we miss, we, we, yeah, we miss a closer or someone to take the pressure off of Hardaway because he he hasn't been playing good the last two weeks, honestly. Nah, he's, he's kind of been getting carried by yeah. like the, the rest of the team. Yeah, well, I exactly. mean, which is, which is good, but, but yeah, you're our best player. Figure you're our it out, best bro. player. You're getting paid, and you have to – you have to show that, and he hasn't been coming up clutch. He hasn't really been playing up to his par. Um, bad decisions, bad shots, mm-hmm. and he hasn't been showing me what he's been showing me early in the season. And another thing about Tim Hardaway, it's just like the the worst. The more his shot doesn't go in, his confidence just keeps dropping and yeah, dropping. And you see it in his body language. Yeah, it's, it's like, bro, you you know you know what's happening here. You're just missing a couple shots. Like, yeah. get to it. Exactly. Yeah, his body language is terrible sometimes, and I see him. 
as a leader, I'm not sure how good he is because I see him go after other teammates sometimes for mistakes that he makes. Like, like he'll let his man blow past him. Yeah, then and then like Cantor. Yeah, exactly. He goes after Cantor a lot. And we both I mean, know they're both not the best defenders in the world. Yeah, I think it's just an easy target to go against yeah, Cantor. Yeah, exactly. Just because it's like a known thing that he doesn't uh-huh. play defense. But I've but... seen him go after Vonley too a couple of times. And it's like, come on, Vonley is one of the hardest working plays on the Knicks. Yeah, I think next year for sure, I think we need not even just another better player but um like that kind of glue guy or or leader type of type of guy on the team yeah for sure that would be dope or if uh k i don't know if kp is gonna evolve into that guy but you know just as he gets older we're definitely gonna need one of those type players on our team i'm i don't want to say this but i feel like kp he could be a very strong number two yeah but i'm not sure if he's a number one number one number one i mean i hope he proves me wrong Mm -hmm. he is only what like 22 23 so I hope he proves me wrong, but right now I see him being a strong number two. Kind of what people say about like Melo. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, some people are gonna be real upset about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope I'm hope I'm wrong, but that's just what there's been time so far throughout uh, his career that he's just shown me. I'm not sure if he's ready for that spotlight yet. Yeah. Okay, so next up, uh, we played the Celtics, and we got b- b- blown out. It was quite ugly, my friend, and it yeah. was a lot of pick and roll for Cantor. And it, it's just like, like I said, if they ran any other play besides a pick and roll, they were doing us a favor. Yeah. Because Cantor, like Al Horford is not the most mobile guy in the world. He's like, he's not slow, but he's not the most mobile guy in the world. He looks like LeBron against Cantor, though. Yeah, exactly. Just just blowing by. I think, I think he caught a lobber, too. It's yeah, like. He did. What are we doing? Yeah, I don't know, man. The guy, like I said, he has cementing issues, and he just can't. He can't move as fast. Sometimes his defensive instincts are completely off. It's gone. It's yeah, it's just gone. And the guy could score, he can rebound, but when he comes to that end of the floor, it's just he's he's becoming a liability out there for us. All right, so let's take it. Let's take like a, let's take a step back. All right, so if we see it, the coaches have to see it. Yeah. Are they not teaching him? Are they not telling him? Is he not trying to fix it? I think it's just something that. He's not equipped for. (laughs) This is just not his. Some players can't shoot. It's not his lifestyle. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's not his lifestyle. And he plays hard, so he gives the effort. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if you can't move your feet side to side fast enough, yeah, or if you can't jump, he's not quick off the floor. I mean, on the offensive rebound, he's kind of. Yeah, I mean, he's sometimes he he puts himself in the right place. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of it. And but he's not quick off the floor. He can't jump. He's not a shot blocker. Mm -hmm. So that Al aspect, was throwing our shots around. Yeah, <laughs> that aspect we can't expect nothing out of him for, and he just doesn't move his feet as quick as fast as someone like a Robinson would. It was it's so weird. I don't I don't, I don't get it. And yeah. Mr. Robinson is just not. He's developing, but it's, he's what are we twenty five games yeah, in? Yeah, he's like, young. I, yeah, I can't yeah. be mad at him. I can't be mad at him for. But Cantor. Yeah, Cantor is like. So beyond the season, do you see him as he's probably not? I don't think he's coming back with us. Yeah, because if we're paying him eighteen million now, he's gonna look for like. Somewhere between twenty one, twenty five. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he's getting that anywhere. But do you think what I was gonna say? Um, is do you think he's gonna be a starter anywhere? Like he's he's. I'm not saying he's not an NBA player or anything crazy like that. But he's just defensive. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just tough to play you. Yeah, and with a lot of teams playing like stretch fives and things like that, it's it's hard for you to be on the yeah, court. He's an ideal center off the bench. The reason why we didn't want him off the bench is because he's our best big man. Yeah, but for someone else. Who has like if if Robinson goes into a Capella type of player, it would be dope to have Cantor off the bench. It would be dope to have Cantor off the bench. Yeah. So I don't know. 
I can't like think about it like a Valanciunas. He's coming off the bench now, mm-hmm. and he's being super effective. Yeah, and I could see Cantor in that type of role for a team, a contender team. Yeah, the, I, yeah, I think that's ideal. But I think the concept of him being like a full time starter for somewhere somewhere is, is yeah, out the window. That. Yeah, and yeah. I don't I don't think he should go outside looking for that kind of money this off season. He's going to though. Yeah, <laughs> he is a confident guy. Yeah, for sure. And next up, we lost to the Nets. Uh, I actually missed this game. So you you tell you tell me about this game. I just saw Spencer Dinwiddie just laying it up on this over and over and over. The, the Knicks, what, what did I miss? Yeah, I mean the Knicks were uh, they started off good. Um, we were in the game early, and then Brooklyn just started to pull away, and our defense was terrible. I mean, just getting to the paint, leaving shooters open. Was it like our perimeter defense or yeah, uh, both? Honestly, inside and outside. We just looked a step slow again. Um, Hardaway didn't look good at all. And we just wasn't getting production until the end of the third quarter. That's when we started to pick up the defense. That's when Frank was inserted into the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, Frank started to play well. He started to play great on-ball defense. He came in, was getting some penetration to the rim. I don't know if you saw his lob to Robinson. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. see that. Oh, it was, a, it was a big one? Caught a tip, but he didn't dunk it. Oh, it was okay. super acrobatic. Like He caught a tip on the right side mm-hmm. with his left hand. Oh, and just in. dropped it in? Yeah, it was crazy. I'm going to show you after the game. But it was a bright sign because uh, Dotson started to come alive, too, as well. Trier had, like, 14. Dotson started to come alive. Dotson's yeah. been alive for, like, <laughs> like, the last I mean, five in the, games. In the game, he started <laughs> to come alive because um, he started off slow. But our young boys was carrying us. Everyone else, they just wasn't playing. Yeah, I think Isozo had, like, 15, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so young boys started to come alive, but it was just a little bit too late. And like you said, then when he was looking like Harden out there, yeah, like the guy was just getting <laughs> to the bucket. And I don't know why. And it, it got me upset because of all players, him, and you know all the trash he was. Yeah, exactly. Me, you know, like we're gonna let Spencer go off. Exactly. Like of all players, y'all gonna let this guy do it? Okay. But especially they coming off a of back to back. So I think they played back to back. Yeah, they beat Toronto in overtime last night. I oh, mean, the so, night before. Oh, that should have been a layup. Exactly. So. I thought they spent a lot of energy. They were going to come into the garden. Knicks were going to pack them up. Easy. But it was the opposite, and they sent us home. That's a, that's another thing. It's like we have to stop. It's like it's like we'll play we'll play we'll play below our potential. Then all of a sudden, third quarter, the fourth quarter, we're like, oh wait a minute, we can beat this team. Yeah. Exactly. And then we try and turn it up, but it's like either too late or we lack like the finishing skills to yeah. to, fin- oh, to close and, the game. And we, I'm glad you said that because we couldn't hit a free throw to save our lives. Oh, we were, who, who oh were missing? Who's missing free throws? Gosh. Everybody or everybody? It looked like they were trying to throw a beach ball into the hoop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, nothing was falling. Yeah, Robinson, Trier, um, everybody. Extra man. free throw drills today. Extra. I mean, suicides get on the line. Suicides get on the line. That's what it's got to be because that looked terrible. I mean, between the Nets were missing some too. I think at one point in the game they said between. Both teams, it was like 22 missed free throws. Okay. But still, they were trying to give us a break, but we couldn't capitalize. That actually sucks. Yeah, we we just, we got to start better. In mm-hmm. fairness, against Boston, I think we like, the effort was high in the beginning. Yeah, we, we were I, I did like the way we started against Boston. Uh-huh. We, we were fighting pretty good. Moutier was going north and south, and that was, that was a good start for us in that yeah. game. And they came out like super sharp. Like you could tell they were like, they remembered that they got packed up like a, sure. co- a couple weeks ago. <laughs> it was yeah. like, not twice, buddy. That's why I didn't see us winning that game at all. Yeah, they, they had a lot of energy to start that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next up, you kind of talked about it against the Nets. You said Frank finally entered the the entered the rotation. Mm-hmm. So basically, before that, he's had uh, five straight DMPs. Do you think we should be worried about Frank at this point? Mm. Oh, oh, let me give you this more too. Uh, in a recent interview, he said uh, 
Fisdale said, I still see Frank as a rotational player. He had a heck of a practice today, and you will be seeing Frank on the court sometime soon, which is good, obviously, on this team. No one's really going to fall all the way out of the rotation. Yeah. But it's just, I don't think it's healthy to have five straight DMPs as a first-round top-ten pick one year removed. It's not. That's scary. I don't know. Like, we we said this last week, but I'm definitely starting to get nervous about Frank. Yeah. Uh, he showed some signs yesterday, but it wasn't blow your socks off signs. It's the guy had seven points, three assists. Here, here's what my theory was. I thought, because we weren't playing him, I thought like we had like a decent trade for him on the table, mm-hmm. and they just didn't want to change his value at all. Yeah. So they weren't going to play him. I mean, they played him against Brooklyn, but I, I thought that's what we were doing. Uh-huh. To be to be fair, before we just keep bashing Frank, I was looking at Steve Nash's stats before this. Steve Nash didn't average 10 until like his fourth year. Okay. So it was like a lot of like seven, four, like yeah. eight, nine type exactly. of stuff. So, I mean, I'm I'm not like, I understand everyone's not going to be Michael Jordan in their first year or two, but uh-huh. Frank's is, is, is getting concerning a little bit. It's just hard. We are, we are diehard Nick fans. And what have we been told? Be patient, be patient. We've been told that since freaking 2001, man. Yeah. So be patient. It's hard. When we see all these young players around the league that are developing earlier, at least showing signs that yeah. in the coming years they will be very good. And Frank is just, he's shown some flashes, but at the end of the day, he's not consistent at all. Yeah. And in New York, that's just not good enough for us. I'm going yeah. to keep it a stack. It's not, it's not good enough for us. And we need Frank to show us, like, we drafted you top 10 for a reason, bro. Yeah, even, even if he wasn't playing good, but, like, had, a, like, a Lance Stevenson type of attitude, we, we will be, we will exactly. be with it. We, we will be, be all behind yeah, but it. But he doesn't. He's too laid back. He showed some emotion last night, which kind of got me excited, but it's, that's not every game. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Either you're going to show the emotion, you're playing in New York. I know you're a laid back type of guy, but something has to give because we're impatient. That's what it is. I'm not going to Okay, so question. So let's say he got drafted to <clears throat> Indiana. How do you think this would be going? Would we would this be like a, a national story at all? No way, not at all. No, it'd just be like there's because there's plenty of guys like that. Like um, yeah. there's there's a lot of players. Like yeah, that, Isaac um on the Magic. There's there's I, I should have made a list, but there's there's tons of like yeah. underperforming players who got drafted really high, who just kind of even Austin Rivers to like midway like a couple of years into his career. Yeah, for sure. It's like it's yeah. like that, but it's like you came to the Garden, you came to the Mecca, you came to the Knicks, and it hurts. That... Who's been struggling for years? Mm-hmm. You got to produce, and it hurts that uh we're just out here watching Dennis Smith run around here dunk mm-hmm. on people when yeah. we could when we could have had Dennis Smith. Could have had Dennis Smith. Man. Oh, God, I love you, Frank. I hope you're. I hope you come turn into the play that we want. But if not, it might be Kick Rocks very soon. Yeah, okay, so back to our rotation. Why the hell is Mario still in the damn starting lineup? I don't get it, my man. I think he had, in fairness, he had 12 against Brooklyn, but before that, his numbers are just so, like, regular. Like, he's not doing doing anything for us. Yeah, it's not like he's a a great defender. Um, His offense is very spotty. I think he's on the court for, like, the concept of what he could do. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, if, if, if we would rank players just based on talent or in our team. He's up there. He's top five. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's and it's debatable. Like six, he, eight, six, nine, pass, shoot, dribble. He could do it all. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's like you went you went to your AAU and you got the right coach. Like, you got all the skills, but, yeah. like, you just, he just can't put it together. It's so strange. Yeah, he's not showing us. So, 
I don't understand why Dotson or Knox is not in that starting lineup at that position. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the other thing. It's not like we don't have another person to turn to. Yeah. Dotson is just right here chilling. Like mm-hmm. Dotson is is having a pretty a pretty solid uh pretty solid couple of weeks after you know he had that long list of DMPs like five in a row maybe. Yeah. He's like had fifteen, seventeen, maybe yeah, a twenty like point t- game in there somewhere. Team leading scorer for three games. Yeah, it's like yeah. just turn to Dotson. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and Dotson Dotson plays defense. Plays his role, plays hard. You could put him on anyone, one through three. Are we gonna? I don't understand it either. Are we? Maybe it's because we're tanking. Maybe. Oh God. That's the only. That's literally the only thing I can think of at this point, because Dotson continues to play well, and Kevin Knox has been. Although he hasn't like had as many points since that Boston game. Obviously, I like the way he looks now. Now he looks better. I hate that tanking word. Yeah, it's scary, right? That's the, that's literally the only thing I can think of. What's up with Trey Burke? I think actually no, I think Trey Burke's actually hurt. Okay, I think he's day to day. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll give that a pass. But um, he's starting to make me think now. Yeah, <laughs> like come on, man, are we really on this tanking wave? And uh, the Zion I, thing is getting to the Knicks. I, yeah, I, I think it, it, it's understandable. Yeah, I think the I think I think Trey Burke's actually like day to day with a with a Maybe knee a injury. Sort, yeah, he has a knee injury or something like that. Okay. But um, yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, and think about it. Mitchell Robinson was playing kind of super early over Cantor. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. All right, Nick. So I see yeah. what y'all doing here. All right. So I'm I'm just saying if this this is the plan. If it's it's just oh, and that's another thing. They changed the draft uh, the the um the lottery rules. So it's it's not as simple as the worst team has the most has the best has, has the most balls. Yeah. It's like I think like top three, like the worst three. I, th- I think they're even. I think that's. Okay. I think they like changed the curve this year. Ah. So, in theory, you don't have to be Phoenix to get Zion. Okay. But that's that they probably have to be thinking about that. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. It's getting a little scary. But um, there have been rumors about the Knicks and trading for John Wall, and basically, you you know you know the story of John Wall. His his contract, which kicks in next year, is four years, one hundred sixty nine million. He's twenty eight. He's had two seasons below uh, playing 50 games. So how are you feeling about uh, John Wall to the Knicks? Hell no. I agree. Heck no. Hell no. Don't do it. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's super talented, but, like, he just seems, at this point, he's, like, kind of a nutcase. Man, what the hell would they do this for? It makes no sense to me, honestly. The guy, what do you, 169 million over four years? Yeah, that's aggressive, right? Concept is, I guess it's like you 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 land John Wall and you get a free agent this year. But I don't I don't you even don't know if they who, could do both. How, how can you do both and sign Porzingis? Yeah, yeah, that is true. You already got Hardaway under contract. Mm-hmm. Hardaway may have to go. It's this is nuts. That's the concept. But who I'd much rather prefer is my man Kemba Walker, who we played twice this week. He's a New York native. No one has ever said he's a locker room cancer. I've never heard that once. That's for sure. This year, he's averaging 25.8, 6.2 assists, uh, third in NBA and plus minus. And he's played in over 70 games in all but two seasons of his career. I'd much rather. And he's going to be much cheaper than John Wall. Than John Wall. So I'd much. How would you think about Kemba Walker coming to New York? I would like Kemba. I love Kemba in New York, honestly. But the thing is, I don't know how much he wants to be in New York. 
And yeah. he was axed that kind of this summer, knowing mm-hmm. that his contract is up. He hadn't signed an extension yet. He has one year left, or this is his last year. Oh, this is last year. This is last year, and um, they axed him, and he was just like, "Listen, I love New York. New York is home, but Charlotte has become his new home, and he mm-hmm. moved his whole family to Charlotte, down to Charlotte. He think he's been drafted there and been there ever since. Yeah, and he said he doesn't even come home that much. He comes home like once every summer. Ah. Uh. And he's not home like that. He said, I love home. But when you get away from home like that, and you, you find live a new there, home. Yeah. Charlotte, Charlotte's a beautiful city. and mm-hmm. Especially a beautiful city if you don't have to worry financially. So yeah, exactly. This guy's probably living in a huge mansion down there. Facts. He comes to New York. Great he's neighborhood. A, he's about to be in a, in a three-bedroom no in a little apartment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's, he, likes, he likes Charlotte. And ideally, he would like to stay there. I mean, I would love him in New York, but honestly, I don't know how realistic that is. Yeah. Okay. I'm not. I'm not mad at that. If he if he doesn't <clears throat> if he doesn't want to come, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying let's not just throw money at the wall until yeah, exactly. until something happens. But I would definitely love him over Wall for wall. sure. Wall, man, all that money. The guy hasn't even made it out of the second round of playoffs. Yeah. The guys in news every year for never the good right for never, never the right never reasons. the right reasons. Uh, well, you're a great talent, but nah, leave them problems away from the Knicks. Yeah, deuces, bro. All right, now it is time. It is time for our New York Knicks trivia. So far, neither me or you have gotten the answers to, to the trivia questions. However, you should have got it last week with Gallo. Yo, well, man, I'm still mad about that one. <laughs> I'm really mad about that one. Okay, so you have the question this week. What is the New York Knicks trivia of this week? Okay, this one's going to be a little bit more simpler. Okay. Um, at least I hope. Uh, it should be. Um, I just want to get us on a, on a good start. Facts. We, we got to look like we're some Nick experts here. <laughs> we can't have a Nick podcast. Because I, I think we're asking too hard questions. Yeah, we are, we are asking a little bit. The, the, the questions are a little difficult. But this one is... Uh, you ready for this? Yeah. All right. What New York Nick player was also a Heisman Trophy winner? I don't know. Is All right. I don't know. I feel like such a fake Nick fan. What? All right. Just, just give me a time frame. Okay. Give me a time frame. He played with the Knicks from 94 to 2004. He was a point guard. Drafted 26 overall. But he was a Heisman Trophy college football player. Like he actually won the Heisman or was in, won the, was Heisman. in the... Won the Heisman. I'm just taking the trash on athletic guys. I'll, if I give you this, you should get it. Okay. Champions are our finals team in 99. I don't know. I'm trash. Ah, I, don't know. I don't know. You got to tell me. Charlie Ward, man. Ah, Charlie Ward was the answer to one of our other questions, too. Oh, I'm so trash. Yeah, Charlie Ward. He went to Florida State, man. Oh, man. Won the Heisman Trophy. How do you win a Heisman and play and go to and go, go to, to the, the NBA? All he averaged in the NBA was six points. Why did he go to the league? Points. I don't know. And I didn't. I don't follow college football like that. It's not like a follow- thirty for thirty for this. <laughs> that doesn't sound crazy to you really, that he no, that he won that he won the Heisman. Me, it's crazy because me and my pops always talk about it. Like this guy, That's Charlie so Ward, was weird. a Heisman Trophy winner. Jesus and he Christ! He came as the Knicks point guard. Why did he? And then last the- night we were watching because the Heisman, yeah, okay, came mm-hmm. out last night, and then we talked about it again. So I said, you know what, Knicks trivia. That's- I said Knicks trivia. I was like, Brian should know this. I am. I you swear I'm older than you think I am. 
like I, I'm different that you were born into this. I kind of got into yeah, this yeah, yeah, as, as I got true, like true. older. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, like hit me up. True. Like once we cross 08, I'm there. Right. But, <laughs> but you, you be trying to bring out the 90s stuff. You were born into this life. That's funny though. That's crazy though. He yeah. needs a 30 for 30. Yeah, that's for sure. We'll produce that though. Whoever ESPN, if you're out there, we'll do yeah. that. Um, so want to cut if y'all take that idea for sure. For sure. All right, so now it is time for our random Nick of the Week, and you want to pitch it up for Walt Clyde Frazier, who you happen to might meet this week. That oh, could yeah, be, that my, could be a big deal. Running in my boy, swishing and dishing, turning and burning. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cow Suit himself. Max, don't forget the court is 50 feet wide, but not wide enough. <laughs> <laughs> not wide enough. Oh, Clyde is the man. Um so iconic. We can go back and forth. All Hold day. on, just just break, just 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 read off his stats real quick for the people, because I don't I don't think even some of these when you read to me, I don't think most of these people are aware of how nice Clyde was as okay. an actual player. Clyde, first off, Clyde led the Knicks to their only two chips. Know what I'm saying ever, 1970, 1973. Let's just get that out the way. So if it wasn't for Patrick Ewing being consistent from '85 to 2000, mm-hmm. Walt would be considered the best Nick ever for sure. Easy. And plus, he got us two chips, which unfortunately, Pat couldn't get us any. But yeah, it's, it's like we just rolled Patrick because it's like recent somewhat. Yeah, because but... it's recent and 15 years of consistent dominance. Yeah. So it's like. I get it, but. Yeah, but. It, when, you, when you start looking at like the accolades. Accolades, numbers like Clyde, Hall of Famer, seven-time All-Star, two-time champ, six-time All-NBA, seven-time All-Defensive. Yeah. And 1974, 75 All Star Game MVP. Yeah, Clyde was no joke. Oh, we got the we got the heads on deck we got too the with the bobbleheads. I mean, Clyde was no joke. Yeah, he was no joke, man. This guy probably um, I seen this set on NBA TV before. He was probably the best on ball defender back then. Mm-hmm. This guy uh, used to rack up them steals for sure, and they didn't really record steals back then, which nope. was crazy. Oh, that sucks. So, yeah, but that's why they were saying for the people that don't know and didn't, really didn't watch him, mm-hmm. like, he was a great on-ball defender. See, the question is for you, though, is what are you going to say to him when you see him? Oh, my gosh. Are you going to be able to get your words out? Maybe you should write this down ahead of time. <laughs> I mean, I've gotten starstruck before, but I think I think with Clyde, it's I'll be— It's Clyde, though. Yeah, it's Clyde. It's crazy, yeah, I, I'll be all right, I think. Okay, I'm just saying, have a just have a question ready. I'm gonna have everything ready. I'm gonna have the pictures of the basement, the podcast yeah, ready. Yeah, everything everything's gonna go smoothly. Yeah, facts. You gotta you just gotta whisper in your podcast. You know what I'm saying? In the nick of time every Tuesday, <laughs> whatever, bro. Yeah, everything everything's gonna go smooth. I don't want to come off. It's too hard. I wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. show him that I'm actually a fan. Yeah, facts. So definitely the basement. And then just sneak that at the end. And then, yeah. yeah, I also do a podcast, my boy Brian Riley. You know what I'm saying? You know, gotta, gotta let him know. But uh, Clyde is iconic. That's why he's our throwback Nick of the Week. I mean, if you want to say how much how much you appreciate Clyde, this guy is just he's he's the Knicks, bro. Heike, you can't even watch a Nick game with. I think I'm tight when we play on ESPN and we can't hear Clyde. Yeah, exactly. You can't. I'm hear actually Clyde. tight. I'm yeah. like. Unless unless is Mark and Van Gundy, which we rarely they, ever get. Yeah, they be like the, when the playoffs come around, they're like yeah, oh, that's we them when all they're the time. always yeah together. But, but yeah, other than that, it's like we need Clyde and Mike Green. Yeah, they they that's just don't the bring the flavor yeah, together exactly. Okay, so that wraps up pretty much most of the show. Now let's just get into our next week's outlook. We play Charlotte on Sunday. We play Cleveland. We're at Cleveland on Wednesday. We're at Charlotte on Friday, and we're at Indiana on Sunday. Ooh, four-game week. Yeah, and three of them on the road. <sighs> wow. Okay, so tonight versus Charlotte. That has to be a win. It has to be a win. It's at home. 
Um, Cleveland has to be a win. Yes. And, Even though and Young Bull been playing good. Yeah, he has. Yeah. And our permanent defense looked like garbage. Yeah. they Cleveland beat up, beat up on Washington pretty badly last night. Mm. I think a 20-point plus win or something like oh. that. Yeah, badly. Was- yeah. Washington's terrible. Bradley okay. Bill, come to the Knicks. We'll trade you for Tim Hardaway. I take Bradley Bill. Tim Hardaway and Frank? I mean, it's not, I mean, yes, but... Like Frank, just get it together. <laughs> like, uh, let's, all right, we'll yeah, talk about we, that later. Yeah, okay. Um, um, Charlotte at Charlotte Friday. I'm uh, taking an L on that one because I'm predicting to win on the first one. Okay, and at Indiana, Olin Depot is back yet. I was just about to say I don't think Olin Depot is playing. Yeah. So three and one, three and one. Let's do it. Three and one. Let's go. <laughs> I feel like every week we convince ourselves to do three and one. Like we'll be like two and two. Nah, three and one. Three and one. <laughs> what, are, what are we kidding? <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that wraps it up. Uh, thank you guys for listening again. We're on uh, iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on Instagram. We should probably get a Twitter going. If you're on if you're on the Reddit Knicks page, don't be afraid to shout us out for sure. And Show we'll us ca- some love, man. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate it all, and we'll catch you guys next week. Later.